From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. Hello, Americus. Hi, Barbara. It's great to be here. I'm pretty excited because, you know, the air is crisp and it's warm. It's a hot summer day, but also fun to be outside. Lots of things. Campus is sort of, you know, reinvigorating slowly, even though it's, you know, a little bit slow during the summer. So I'm excited. What have you got for us today? Yeah, well, today was... Crisp, maybe crisp. Tomorrow's going to be really hot. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you were in Miami wave. for a long time, so you're used to this. Oh this my is no gosh. problem. We're right? looking at 96 this week. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really tough. Plus, we have had fun. We had a nice conference this weekend on we campus. Did. We had yeah. a lot of people coming in talking yeah. about new ideas. Yeah, it was exciting. It was pretty interesting. Very, but very cool. a lot's happened lots, in the news. Well, in our absence, the yeah. world is co- yeah. crumbling. <laughs> it's collapsing. Well, we're and conferencing. I the know. world keeps moving. All kinds of things are going on right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think this is a good time for us to play our hit and miss. Yes. Do you think so? I think so. And I love this part of the segment because this is a part of the show where we pull out, Barbara, the coolest ideas, the newest stuff, the stuff that's right there on the bylines. <laughs> and we talk about whether or not these things that are happening in branding, product, service, organization, and marketing more generally. We talk about whether or not it's a good thing, or a, a hit that is, or whether or not it's a bad thing, which we call a miss. Hit. Or miss. Just a bit outside. And to play this game with us, which is really just to discuss what's been happening in the news, <laughs> in the marketing news, we have an expert, Adrienne Pascarelli, who's a senior reporter at Ad Age, and she keeps up with all of this stuff. So hello, Adrienne. Welcome. Hi, Adrienne. Hi, thanks for having me. So, Adrian, we're going to talk about a few things in the news and see what your take on it is. And if you know more about it, please weigh in. First of all, let's talk about what everybody's talking about, as far as I can tell, which is the Barbie and the Oppenheimer movies. Barbie. What are we calling it? Barbieheimer? Barbie. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and yes, just to give our listeners context, Barbara, you have, I could not believe you just told me that you went to see the movie fully dressed up. I'm still trying to get that visual out of my head. Uh, <laughs> no, I, this is shocking. Like, tell me a little bit about, you know, what, what, what was that like? Like. Oh, Barbie Hummer. Well, I went to see it on opening weekend, mm-hmm. maybe opening day, I'm not yep. even sure, mm-hmm. dressed in hot pink like wow. everybody should when they go see the Barbie movie. Wow. Um, but what's super interesting, more about the Barbie than the Oppenheimer movie, I think, is all the marketing mm. that's been linked up. Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian, do you have a take on all of this Barbie marketing stuff? Yeah. Barbie core, Barbie mania, uh, <laughs> call it whatever you want. It's been huge. It's been a huge uh, hit, as you yep. as you right. would call it, for, for Mattel, for Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and just kind of also is providing, I think, a lesson in how um, movie studios might be working with brands in the future because right. of the success that they've seen over the last months. And then, of course, this past weekend, uh, there was a record... Um, number of uh, record revenue generated something like 155 million 
uh, the best opening ever in the U.S. Mm. for a film wow. directed by a woman wow. and, and the best so far this Fabulous. year. So interesting. And on a marketing point of view, just so interesting because obviously the merchandising on it is yeah. just stratos- stratospheric. Yeah. Is that the word? Stratospheric, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's out of this world. Out of this world. Um, and what's interesting to me about Barbie and Adrian, I'm kind of curious about your point of view and then we'll go to America's because who knows where he's going to weigh in on this. I have but- lots to say about Barbie. Of course. <laughs> I think about it constantly. So. <laughs> but Barbie's not an uncontroversial figure Correct. and given you know all this stuff that we've seen with missteps that um, other brands have taken right. with taking a cultural point of view or not mm. Barbie has been hit hit and miss herself yeah. um, and she's coming back you know with this statement and I think most of the evaluations of what's going on in terms of that kind of thing have been pretty positive actually towards the, the new Barbie idea what is your take on that? So Barbie turns 65 wow. next year, 65-year-old brand. 65. Wow. Um, she looks good yeah. yep, um, yep. for that for um, for that age. But uh, yes, uh, like so many other brands, Barbie has gone through a series of ups and downs. Um, back in 2015, the brand got a kind of a, a revival um, with the new president came in for Mattel, Richard Dixon, and he's kind of credited with overhauling the brand, giving it a refresh, kind of going back, going toward this uh, female empowerment, power mm-hmm. of play, mm-hmm. um, adding more diversity to the doll lineup, adding more um, body types, um, yep. really kind of adding this element of inclusivity to the product and then of course to the marketing as well. And that really paid off for Mattel and Barbie has been doing so much better in the last few years than it was before then when, when I grew up in the nineties, a lot of people, a lot of moms kind of shunned the doll, wouldn't um, buy it for their daughters because of what it represented, this kind of stereotype of, of a woman, what a woman should look like and that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's re- and so you just wrote. Now we go to your story because this is related to it, but it's also a, whether it's a hit or a miss. This the Barbie movie you got to say is a hit. There's yeah. just can no, I ask a question? Oh, I forgot to ask. No, no, it's, no, it's fine. No, I, I just want to get to a sense of history, Barbara. Do you recall like a um, a connection between brand and movie, film and movie, movie and film and brand that has been this? Sort well, of Disney, don't you think Disney or Marvel? Okay, or all so those this kinds is not so things? it's not necessarily this is new necessarily in terms of like the amount of success. It, maybe it's just how it's being executed. On what? What are your thoughts, Adrian? You look well, like you have thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie, I do have thoughts actually because, um, like with Disney, there's always going to be like the toy lineup and all mm-hmm. this licensing and all that kind of regular stuff that we've seen. Mm-hmm. But with Barbie, they are counting over 100 brand partnerships. And it's really just kind of across the cultural board. Like we're mm. talking Airbnb, ah, HT, HGTV, Progressive yeah, yeah. Insurance mm. has like a I brand collaboration spot. Yes. Joybird, the furniture line, makeup lines, product That's lines, unprecedented. clothing That's unprecedented. Gap, and I all see. of this. It's just really kind of run the run the gamut across um, all these retail touch points and brand touch points. Mm-hmm. And I think that has made it um, a bigger deal than what we've seen before from like um, Marvel or some of those other. Yeah, that's a uh, really, really good point. But, but let me ask shocking. this though. Let me. But you know, usually Barbara, we talk about fit with. We, you talk. You take some sort of brand and you and you ask yourself, does it fit with this partnership? This sounds like this is 
why is this so broad? Why can Airbnb yes, do it and question. this one do it? And like all, why so many different That's types a of really good you know, question? I, wouldn't and our it's theory, all pink, you know? Yeah, wouldn't <laughs> our theory say that that shouldn't work? I yeah. mean, like at, at that scale in terms of breadth. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, Adrian, you tell us because I yeah. think that's a really good question. It shouldn't be working so well. <laughs> it is. It is impressive because when you think about it, it's Airbnb. You got your Barbie Dream House, that product, and so that kind of plays into the Airbnb kind of the real estate aspect with progressive bundling your home and car insurance because, of course, Barbie has her own car. <laughs> um, so wow. they really do. And then wow. like the makeup line, you know, the yeah, Barbie that makes makeup. sense. Like oh, it, it's I funny see. because you wouldn't think that these things would fit. And yet, somehow they do. Yeah, um, so the roller skates, all, all of that. And yep. I think also a big part of the marketing for this movie, in addition to some of these product lines, was the the kind of teasing out of information from Mattel and Warner Brothers far, as far back as like March or April. They started um, teasing some trailers and those became memes and really mm. created this, oh, these viral moments on social media. Yeah, and I heard actually somebody from, Disney, uh, from Mattel talking about this and their aspiration is to do this with a lot of their their IP. So wow. they're already talking about a Ken movie <laughs> and they're talking oh, dear. about, and I'm not wow. kidding, they're talking about kind wow. of this is really working yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to continue to work it this way. Well. There's right. something about the timing yes, about this. Yes, yes, and everybody's yes. kind of in a good mood. Yes, yes, know? yes, yes. And they're, yes. they're willing to accept it. Yes. But I think if they play their hand too hard, yes. there's going to be backlash. Yeah. What do you think, Adrian? No, I think you're right. I think it is a special case. Um, like I said, Barbie does fit into some of those other real estate aspects, the makeup and, and all of that, but you can't really repeat that with everything. Like yeah. Hot Wheels might not have such success, yeah. maybe yeah. on the, the auto insurance aspect of it, but not <laughs> yeah. not for some other things. And this worked really well because of mother and daughter, you know, so uh, like I, I don't want to tell you my age, but I'm going to because I had an original Barbie. Oh, And so nice. I remember, and she wasn't blonde, by the way, she had black hair. Hair. Okay. Uh, it was really, she had a black ponytail and black hair. And wow. actually, they said the original Barbie wow. doll uh-huh. looked down. She didn't look she directly didn't look at wow. you. Wow. So she was more like an object. Oh, wow. And one of the ways they tried to make them more progressive uh-huh. is they had her view in later dolls, probably when Adrian had it, look straight out oh, wow. instead of looking down. So wow. there was like, there was a <laughs> lot of changes. There. <laughs> yeah, there were layers. There was, wow, yeah. that's really interesting. But then my daughter had Barbies yep. and she's considering whether to give them to her daughter. So, yep. like, there's a it's lot of. Yeah, yeah, that's that really, really connect. Yeah, and to your point, Barbara, about and also what you were saying about this notion of culture, right? This is like embedded. It's like part of nostalgia. It's part of you know just the fabric of of your life. And so, like being able to like touch that and do it the right way, and not have it come off as this is what's shocking to me, which is like, why isn't this coming off like a marketing gimmick? Yeah, and it's not. Like people are embracing it as if it's like purely they authentic. They see it as a gimmick, yeah. and they love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but why does that not turn them off? You yeah. know, like everyone else tries gimmicks, and it's a total bust out, right? Yeah, that's why I yeah. think it's just it just happened to work. It just you know? happened to work. It's not clear. It's a recipe. Yeah. And this is where I was going to go before you know you brought up these other points, which were great. But um, you just wrote Adrian about Richard Dixon, who yes. was the one you were talking about, who you're crediting with a lot of success yeah. of Barbie, and he's just been hired away at Gap, right? Yeah. So what is yeah. your take on that? That is super interesting. That's like hot off the presses. 
super interesting. I know that news just broke this morning. Yeah. Um, I guess so. He revived Barbie brand, and now they're hoping that he can repeat that success with another struggling brand, of course, Gap, which has um, had certainly had its shares of of issues over the years um, with with all of its brands, uh, Old Navy, uh, Banana Republic, um, and of course the namesake label. Yeah. So, what's your take? Is that a hit or a miss? Yeah. Is that going to work? Yeah. I mean, with because the, oh. America's point, some of what he's saying is almost a little bit of luck. Maybe it was incredible talent to do this. <laughs> maybe it was. May- maybe you know. Maybe. But there yeah. was something about it. It just kind of worked. All yeah. these things. That's right. And there's lots of examples of these folks who leave different roles or super successful yeah, in one right. paradigm, and they just yeah, try to bring it over them. to the next, and it doesn't necessarily work. What are your thoughts, Adrian? Well, I think it's really funny that one of the earliest brand collaborations for the Barbie movie was with Gap, and that was like back in April. I think I wrote about oh, that. So really? now it's funny that Richard is going over to, oh, to, lead, to lead the Gap brand. Um, I think I think that it's it's a hit. I mean, he hmm. he has a proven track record. He has experience from before um, his time at Mattel. He was in um, in the apparel industry, and I think a brand like Gap could use um, some fresh a fresh leader a fresh set of eyes to to try to inject a little bit of uh, a little bit more maybe hot pink who knows um, into into, <laughs> into gap lineup. blue yeah that'd be interesting we'll to see it <laughs> all right let's move on americas to your favorite story tell us what you think about what's happening at twitter <laughs> yeah i just i mean first of all let me ask you this barbara are you on threads yes okay so you're on threads are you active no, no, I, I am. Okay. <laughs> okay, because there's there's some interplay there. There's some some competitive dynamics there. Uh, I don't know. I think that uh, people have been using this word rebrand, and I've been pushing back against that because I feel like there's a big difference between changing your logo right. and changing and the color brand. and a real brand, right? Yeah. And so the notion of a brand, as we talk about, as we've said many times on the show, the idea of a meaning system, what you stand for, what you promise. All of these kinds of different things. And so, you know, it would be different if if there was a, a clearly communicated uh, initiative that says we're changing to X and here's the 15 things that we're adding to the service that's going to make us really like WeChat and here's why you ought to get excited. None of that happened. It's, I just woke <laughs> up one day and there was an X and then someone said, well, someone already has at X, the Twitter handle. So <laughs> yeah. it, it just seems like none of this was checked. And like, <laughs> nobody stepped in and said, like, who owns these handles? Can we do it in Japan? Nope. Turns out you can't. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like, what kind of, I mean, it's just like, I woke up one day, I thought I'd just change everything. So from that perspective, it's like, I, I just don't know what's going on. It just looks like this desperate sort of just non-thought out kind of attempt to just shake things up. Now, someone might say, Adrian uh, and Barbara, that, you know, well, you're talking about it. So here we go. You know, Elon Musk is the master of generating the conversation. So, you know, I, I, I believe it's a, it's a miss because I, I just believe it's just not... It's not something substantive. It's not clear. It's not. It's. It's not coming across to me as anything that would be a rebrand, right? Totally different than what you just yeah. described. Barbie did. Like we just went through years <laughs> yes. and years of changing it, upgrading, yes. thinking, thoughtfully thinking thoughtfully about thoughtfully. what you wanted to do. Yep. And then you come up, and then you come up with this smash hit movie that's yes. building on all those years. Yes. Or else you just. what's your take adrian yeah what do you think adrian yeah it feels like a complete whim like on a whim he just changed it like you said it's very short-sighted and barbara as you said it's um complete difference from (laughs) the well well thought out planning of the barbie rebrand back in 2015 um and i think everybody's tired of it um people were venting brands 
consumers, everybody's been venting on on Twitter or on social media, on threads, <laughs> yep. kind of exa- this exasperation about the, yet another change that doesn't carry um, any meaning behind it, doesn't have any logic or rationale. Um, people are just getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely a, a mess there. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I, I, and here's the other thing. It's sort of like, okay, I, I understand that you know, Twitter is, is kind of, it's been struggling a bit and changing. And I, I can tell you just for, for sure, like I'm getting different stuff in my feed. Ever since the, uh, Elon took over, my feed has changed. I'm getting all kinds of things that I have no interest in or that bizarre and all these kinds of things. I'm not sure what's going on with respect to the algorithm. But, you know, Twitter had a brand. I mean, there was, there were, you know what I mean? You, you wreck it. Pete, Barbara, it was part of the lingo. You tweet. Yeah. Like, right, what do you do exactly. now? You X. I mean, what what is it? I, I'm, I'm hearing people say X I T T E R Zitter or X Zitter. I mean, what what is this? Right? It's yeah. like totally like throwing out the entire baby with the bathwater and just like no plan. It's just so uh, here we go. And it's sort of. But maybe that's the point. Maybe this is the Elon way. What are your thoughts, Barbara? Well, I mean, you know, in some sense, when if you did have a bad brand, which I don't think Twitter was, right? That's a problem. Right, right. But if you do have a bad brand, sometimes the the advice is to. Throw throw the whole thing out, yep. start, over start over and rebuild. Yep. And he does have a strategy about trying to build this idea of an Uber app, which is what you were referring to. Yep. But it would really make so much more sense to build on a base than yeah. to start from <laughs> yeah. scratch and from build scratch. up. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't Maybe it's it this eight-dimensional chess, but I don't know. You know, us, us normal <laughs> folks, we don't, we don't see the grand strategy. What are your thoughts, Adrian? Yeah, I don't, it doesn't, it also seems like it's just so many changes at a time when the first real competitor is, is popping up for, for Twitter or for X. And, um, and that's, of course, uh, Threads, Meta's new app, um, that many brands have, have moved over to that platform already. Um, I did an interview last week with the CMO of American Eagle, um, who, who said that they left Twitter. They left Twitter in, in December after Mm. all the changes. Uh-huh. and have now moved on to threads and are having a lot of fun with it and really connecting with that core Gen Z consumer that they've been going after. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Very Let's interesting. go to another branding phenomenon that you guys wrote about and you you have a winners and a losers column from last week. And one mm-hmm. of the ones who's doing well, and she's doing amazing and well, is Kim Kardashian oh, wow. and her Skims line. I mean, Skims that line. Skims line, according to your, your article, has a valuation of $4 billion. Wow. Um, it's really amazing how successful that is and talking about a person who is you know someone who's really taking an IPO and making it very successful and building a brand on it um, Kim Kardashian is doing a remarkable job do you have a take on her? Yeah I mean good for her we've been doing the winners and losers column for a while and this is definitely the first time that Kim is on the um, winner's side (laughs) Uh, she's definitely been on the losers before for certain comments she's made and backlash that she's incited so um, in terms of skims it's really been a success story um, reaching a variety of consumers and now with this expected IPO um, kind of being hailed as a bit of a savior for that market at a time when, you know, there aren't many um, successful IPOs this year at all. 
Yeah. So, do you know about Kim Kardashian and Skims? I know and- about. I know a lot about Kim, but I don't know what, what's the Skim stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> what Shaper. It? It's an incredibly. Oh, it's a shaper. It's oh, wow. an incredibly successful product. Oh, really? Uh, in fact, like I think a girdle. It, it was. But um, you're calling it a shaper. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's shapewear. <laughs> shapewear. And apparently, oh, wow. it that's, saved that's somebody's clever. life I last saw what year. They, what? Yeah. I mean, last week okay. somebody was it was bleeding. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. Get out of here. And and the shapewear <laughs> controlled the bleeding. Are you serious? Stop. Stop. I'm not You're making serious? this up. Wow. Yeah, this was is that life saved. So Kim, yeah. Kim's basically her this girdle corset, whatever. Yeah, it was like it it, okay. Held the it, blood it's, in or it's such the good blood. compression. Wow. Yeah, right. There you go. There's yeah. a moral story there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But you know, people do <laughs> that. Is a, a marketing tagline <laughs> right there. Yeah, exactly. Totally. It saves, it your, saves life. your life. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's an incredible brand, like you said, Barbara. I mean, how many? I'm not sure. I haven't checked recently how many Instagram followers she has, but she's in like the top five. And so she, her fans are rabid. So it's really interesting. And, and by the way, people think that she's, you know, some, I guess some some stereotypes of her as if she's just like this person with no substance. She's actually a very savvy savvy businesswoman. Yeah, she like, really gets it, very much doing cool entrepreneurship. But stuff. like Adrian but, uh, said, sometimes she's on the hit side. Yeah, yeah. She's on the miss yeah. side. Ask her how that crypto stuff worked <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. it's pretty interesting. And yeah. you also mentioned in in the column this week in Ed Age's well, winners and losers column. I guess it was last week. You said you're working on next week's this week. But anyway, we'll talk about this one. That Bud Light had a recent win. Um, oh, wow. Now, can yeah. I just say, Bud Light is actually in the middle of a rebrand. <laughs> That's a rebrand. <laughs> well, that is one on a very rocky road. But they yeah. did have some they good news. They got a news. win? Yeah. Okay. What's they the... had some good news. Adrian, okay. you want to tell us a little about that? Uh, well, it looks like they had um, Charles Barkley kind of came out um, and publicly uh, offered his support for the brand. So that was kind of a, a big deal for them. Um, and then there was a um, a complaint that some politicians had made against it. And the um, beer industry trade group, the, the Beer Institute, they rejected that complaint. Um, it was regarding the, um, the Instagram post uh, from earlier this year that kind of was the beginning of all of the Yeah, um, they were saying something about... About um, it targeting younger people or something like that, so it oh. violated some oh, kind of age wow. related. Okay. It was just crazy, but uh-huh. it was a conservative group and it was thrown out. So, Interesting. you know, when they get a little bit of good news, I think we need to <laughs> tell them. When the round mound of rebound steps in and says, you know, hey guys, you know, I'm behind you. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. a, you, you'll take it at yeah. this point, but right? But you know, to you'll all of it. these stories, every single one of them that we talked about, I think a conclusion, if we want to draw a thread, between all of them is that it's there's hits and misses in everything. Yep. You know, when you're in this cultural world and you're trying to do things right, yep. it, it can be good and it can be bad. And it's to navigate that thin line between winning and losing is is the way you end up winning. I mean, Kim Kardashian ultimately is on top. Barbie right now is good. I can right. imagine another backlash there sure, sometimes. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. Elon Musk, who knows? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I, that's a really good point. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the idea is that what is that that saying? Barbara Fortune favors the bold, and the notion that you know no risk it, no biscuit. So in some senses, <laughs> no you know, <laughs> you, you know, you got to take the chance. If you're just going to do the same thing over and over again, right? There, you're not going to get to a higher apex of a potential success or doing something groundbreaking like Barbie's doing right now. And there are risks with it. Yep. And you know, we just saw a great success. Of- Great big pink success and more power to it, you know, yeah. and that it's a woman that makes me happy. Uh, so, like, that's all good. But I do think there is some lesson here about Huge, when yeah. you're walking in these controversial worlds and trying to get the mood right. Yeah. 
you know, it's hard. It's very <laughs> difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. Well, Adrian, thank you so much for joining us today. And where can our listeners go to keep up with you and everything your team does and keeping us abreast of what's happening in the advertising world? That's adage.com. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Thank you. That's all we have time for for today. So I'd like to thank our producers, Dion Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And we replay our show throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter? Twitter. X, X, I don't know. Threads, you can follow uh, us maybe on the Metaverse. Like that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> at SXM Marketing Everywhere. or follow Business Radio yep. at SXM <laughs> Business funny. for information about all our programming. Um, and be sure to check out our website, SXMMarketing.com. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.